Hey there, everyone. Tyler Pyron from WeNeedAVacation.com, and this is the Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. Welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us. And also, sitting right next to me is Joan Talmadge, also of WeNeedAVacation.com. Joan, how are you today? I'm just fine, Tyler. You're fine because we're talking about your favorite subject, the lodging tax. Isn't it just your absolute favorite? I have been dealing with this since 2006, if you can believe it. Um, That's how long the lodging tax issue has been on the table. And until the last couple of years, there's been no uh, political will in the legislature, uh, the state legislature, to to deal with it, to pass it. Um, Essentially, uh, for those who um, aren't sure about this, what it is, the lodging tax uh, that if you were to stay in a motel or a hotel um, in Massachusetts today, you would pay a uh, up to 11.7% tax. 5.7% um, goes to the state and up to 6% goes to the town. Um, what the legislators and what many uh, towns on the Cape and Islands would like to do is impose this tax uh, for vacation rental homes as well. So it would be the same percentages. Uh, this um, has not been something that legislators have been interested in dealing with until the last couple of years when the Airbnb um, came um, into force in the uh, cities and, um, and towns. Um, and a lot of the legislators who are uh, who represent these urban areas are concerned about uh, the the competition of these Airbnb units with hotels, and they are also concerned about having some of these units taken out of the inventory of available long-term housing. So they are now interested in this tax, and we would be lumped into that, and it would affect all vacation rental homes on the Cape and Islands. That's the one thing that's interesting is that they almost, in a sense, don't necessarily care too much about the Cape and Islands. They care about the big places in Boston with 100 units from one owner, you know, another 50 units from another owner. The Cape and Islands for them is really just gravy and can, in fact, be money towards the towns, too, in a sense. Well, the towns are quite interested in this, and they've, yeah. they've been asking for, for quite a while, and, and many of the towns have already voted that they, if approved, they would impose the additional 6%. Um, and the way it would work is that a, a homeowner would collect the tax separately from the rent, from the vacationer, and then they would remit to the state the total 11.7% and the state would then send back 6% to the individual towns. Um, and um, it would, you know, increase, it would be an added burden um, on, the, on the homeowner to collect this tax. But um, even worse is that, you know, that's 11.7% more that the vacationer would have to pay. Yeah. Have to pay, or the homeowner has to eat, and just say, I mean, one way or another, it's going to have to come out of someone's pocket, right? Right. <laughs> so, with all of this in mind, I mean, I think a lot of folks listening 
under, might understand the tax, might have, like you said, have heard about this for two, since 2006, have understood it a little bit. Could you tell me where it stands today? I mean, here we are recording this right now in the month of December, 2017. Where does it stand right now? In November, we were in touch. I was in touch with uh, Senator Jul Julian Sear, who is the state senator representing the Cape and Islands. And he told me at the time that he, the legislature was not taking it up this fall after all, as they had anticipated they would do. And he's thinking that it may not be taken up until the uh, 2019 budget, which may help us to, um, you know, ward this off for another buy, year. Buy a little bit more time, yeah, really. Which would be great. Um, I was also concerned about um, this being retroactive. And I've been assured by several people that it most likely would not be retroactive, that any lease signed... As you say, explain that, because yeah, I think that's important. Any lease signed before the bill was enacted and made into law would not be affected. So if, if you sign a lease with someone for X amount, you know, let's say $2,000, the state should not, will not expect you to go back to that vacationer and say, well, now I need 11.7% more. For the tax um, that it's just you know the lease is is binding and you couldn't do that you can't go back to somebody yeah. and say hey right. could could I have a, a, another four hundred five hundred dollars in some right. cases really I mean right. that that would just be kind yeah. of crazy to, yeah. to do something like that yeah. so talk about you mentioned 2006 that's when we kind of first started talking or you first started talking about it, it it's been in a lot of discussion mm -hmm. things have moved what are some of the things that we, you've You've gone to basically every single meeting out there, haven't you? <laughs> In the last couple of years, uh, we have gone to every meeting that they've held, the public hearings, both on the Cape and at the State House in Boston. We've spoken at all these meetings. They're tired of seeing us. <laughs> well, they're tired of seeing us, but they're also tired of hearing the exact same thing over and over, right? I mean, that, that's the one thing I think I've kind of took away from our meeting with um, Julian Sear was that they have heard us. They have heard our homeowners. They have heard those folks on the Cape, which is one thing I want to get across because they have heard us. Our voice hasn't been right. fallen on deaf well, ears, and, but they do want to yeah. move forward. And many of our homeowners have written letters to mm -hmm. their their legislators and, and um, you know, very well-written, reasoned um, letters or calls. And, um, yes, they have heard us. Uh, and what we've we've come to realize that this will probably happen at some point in time. I believe that Massachusetts is the only state in New England right now that does not have this tax, this lodging tax for vacation rentals. So uh, I think it's going to come, but the devil is in the details. And we have uh, more than once mentioned to the legislators some factors that could mitigate the effects of this. And I was just going to ask that. What, yeah, what are some of the, like so, the phases? Yeah, such as phasing it in, not having not having to go from 0% tax to 11.7 overnight. Um, maybe have one 
one of the, you know, the state tax first and then add the local later, um, but, but phase it in. Um, exempt homeowners who move out of their home t in order to make some money and be able to keep that home. Um, so they're, you know, primary residents. Um, and many people do that. Mm -hmm. um, another would be to um, tax only those rentals that advertise, that, um, uh, that, um, mm -hmm. that basically rent for X amount of days, yeah. right? I think, you know, Charlie Baker had originally said something about 150 days, Governor, something along yeah. those. Governor Baker had said that he was not in favor of taxing the Cape and Islands. Mm -hmm. And what he was in favor of, that he said this uh, in the summer of 2016, mm -hmm. when he um, said he was going to veto a bill, um, the lodging tax bill. Um, he said 150 days should be the cutoff point, mm -hmm. which would be great because it would eliminate, it would not affect it's, most of It us. says goodbye to the majority of the Cape and the right. Islands, right? But unfortunately, the bill does not talk about that. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, if you rent your home for a week or two weeks, mm -hmm. um, this ta the tax, lodging tax would apply to you. Um, so, you know, if they could maybe make it 90 days or 100 days, um, so, anything to help it, like mm -hmm. we've kind of talked about. I mean, yeah. that's the big thing. Anything yeah. to help homeowners, yeah. not just feel, wham, 11.5%, yeah. right. no matter what, right. for a week even, right. really. Right. The other thing is that there are some regulations built into the bill as it reads now. And uh, again, those are designed more for inner city units, mm -hmm. you know, having smoke detectors and getting annual inspections. and. Uh, one thing we've suggested is that they make these regulations local, the, up to the towns, not not up to the state. The state. Because one size does not fit all. Definitely. No, no question. I think that the last kind of question that I'll ask, and I'll put you a, a little bit on the spot, because this is something we've heard you know, at our own homeowner forums. The question always comes up, how are they going to know? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we've heard that. I mean, at, we had three forums this year. I know that that question was asked last year. It was also asked um, during our meeting with Senators here, and the homeowners have asked, and rightfully so. How are you going to police this? How are you going to know if I rent my house out for a week and it doesn't happen to be a family member yeah. or aunts and uncles or a friend of a friend that's just staying there? How are you going to know? In other words, well, they wouldn't um, on our site. Uh, we have calendars. Uh, they could be booked by the homeowner because the homeowner's family is staying there or friends. Um, they would have no way of knowing. Homeowners would be on their honor system. On some websites like HomeAway, VRBO, Airbnb, they control the, the company. Controls the controls payment. Controls the That's payment. So they would they would be responsible. Whoever collects the payment is responsible for re remitting the lodging tax. So it would be controlled on that on that level. On our site, it would be strictly up to the homeowners to deal with this and to um, and it, they're just on their honor system. Hmm. It's really interesting to see what has happened over the last. I mean, 2006. That's a really long time. We're talking 11 years right now, going on number 12. So <laughs> crazy to think how long the can has kind of been kicked down the road and to see if it will in fact come to fruition. Joan, 
Thank you, as always. You're welcome. We'll keep everyone posted. No question, indeed. And make sure you follow us on our blog at blog.weneedvacation.com. She is Joan Talmadge. I am Tyler Pyron. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You will, in fact, hear us next time. Take care.